0: Hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine.
1: And I'm Ian McEwan, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and WatchWatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday, the 26th of November 2021, including Halle Berry, directing and starring in Netflix fight movie Bruised, and Peter Jackson's epic. Beatles documentary The Beatles Get Back on Disney Plus.
0: And we'll also be looking at Amazon's comic caper Queen Pins, starring gossip girl's Kristen Bell, a new Marvel superhero series Hawkeye on Disney Plus. But first, Ian, what is in the news?
1: Well, Hannah, this morning I went into London to interview Alan Richtson, who was a very h- hunky, good-looking American actor who is taking the lead role in the new TV series Reacher, which is based on the famous books about Jack Reacher. And, of course, they were made into a couple of films starring Tom Cruise. So that's coming up soon on Amazon Prime. What else is in the news?
0: Mm, well, Netflix's 10th six-part factual drama Griselda will see the modern family actor Sophia I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but I'm going to give it a go. Vergara Star, as powerful and wealthy Colombian drug lord Griselda Blanco, known as the Black Widow, who was involved with a deadly cartel in Miami in the 1980s when I was born.
1: Oh, yes. Happy days. Well, <laughs> I know I've started to say this every week, but it's another good week, I think. I pretty much like everything that's on this week. Uh, we're going to start with a film. On Netflix, it's available from Wednesday the 24th of November. It's called Bruised. And here's a clip. What you doing here? Got a
0: nice surprise for you. That's your son. His daddy died. Jackie can take on again. She's a fighter. That look like a fighter to you. I don't wanna fight. I'm happy! You happy scrubbing toilets? That fulfills your purpose! We're strangers right now. But I'm all you got.
1: So can you believe it, Hannah? It's 20 years since Halle Berry became the first African-American woman to win a Best Actress Academy Award. She's hitting another career milestone now because she's making her directorial debut with this film, Bruised. She plays... And bear in mind that she's in her mid-50s, Halle Berry. She's playing a retired mixed martial arts fighter called Jackie Justice, who agrees to compete in a comeback bout. So you've got all the kind of the training montage. Has she still got the skills, the sort of the sceptical trainer? Um, At the same time, in her home life, she's dealing with the unexpected return of her six-year-old son, Manny, who she gave up at birth for adoption so yeah we're seeing a very different side to her in this she's quite sort of down on her luck she's persuaded to come out of retirement and she actually fights in in the climactic bout she fights a real mixed martial arts star uh Valentina Shevchenko who's playing uh this fighter called Lady Killer it kind of has the familiar trajectory of the classic fight movie and I I love all that stuff, watching the training and so on. But it's also got that extra dimension, yeah, about this, this big change in her home life because this kid has come back to live with her. It looks as if she did some pretty brutal training and sparring for this because I think she actually um, she broke two ribs uh, while shooting it. And yes, the fact that she's directing herself in it as well is, is uh, impressive. So yeah, it's a pretty gritty fight movie with a heart the fact that it's a a female lead character and a female director i think makes it stand out and i think berry has done a good job of the direction and i think she's great in this role which is a, a bit of a change of pace for her i mean especially at 54 years of age to be doing the sort of physical stuff she's doing in this is wow i was impressed what did you think about this one hannah
0: yeah no I like it I, I agree with you it's a change of pace but equally it's sort of well within her comfort zone isn't it in terms of I, I know I appreciate she's mid-50s but she's amazing for mid-50s an incredible kind of athletic um, energetic woman and that's the kind of position she takes or she has taken in previ- many previous roles and equally in this but what's different about this is it runs a bit deeper. I think, and it's it's sort of a, well, she says it's a story about relationships, and, and I suppose the whole thing through it is that all, all the characters are flawed, they've all got their own issues, and they're all in their own way trying to fight to survive, and and I think that she, well, she talks about the fact that it's not always about winning. It's about the journey. And that's where it becomes a bit deeper. And that's her psyche that runs all the way through this as opposed to it just being sort of action-packed. And so that's what I think is the change of pace for me. And I think that she is, um, yeah, somebody who makes me feel really bad about myself when I look in the mirror, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Well,
1: wow. we have another film to discuss uh, over on Amazon Prime. It's a comedy, and it's called Queen Pins.
0: When you send these companies a complaint, they send you a coupon for free stuff. All of these free coupons come from one factory. It's like Robin Hood. we got to steal these coupons and sell them to families who really need them. That's money in the bank. I really, really enjoyed this because um, it's based on a true story, which always kind of gives real credence. And of course, you know, I actually don't remember the story particularly, which maybe I should. So this stars Gossip Girl's Kristen Bell um, as cash strapped housewife Connie. And she teams up with her best pal Jojo, who's played by Kirby Howell-Baptiste, who was in Cruella. And as I say, it was based on it's based on a true story. And they're really down on their luck. They haven't got any money. The bills are coming in. They 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 really do need some cash. And they devise this forty million dollar coupon scam, which you know in essence is absolutely brilliant. And because it's comedic, this it sort of brings the lighter sense to a scam, if there can be a lighter side to one. Because you know, of course, it is a big con. Um, but they're basically stealing you know, driving around Mexico stealing these coupons that are sent out by big manufacturers so that they can resell them online for a fortune so despite I don't know that the, the coupon say they charge you know a, a nominal amount, but it's lots of them it soon adds up it's still a massive saving for the person buying it and they're they're not particularly sharp so they're not your average scam artist these two women they just want to make a quick buck and suddenly they're onto the big time and you know the the, the police are after them you know they want they want to they want to find out who who is this uh this gang behind this scam and of course it's just these silly two women who are actually posting all over YouTube showing their faces not really aware of what they're actually doing that this is this is a huge huge scam um Vince Vaughn is also in it. I do like a bit of Vince Vaughn and he pays a US postal inspector. Um he he tries to bring everyone to justice and it's just it's for me it's it's the sort of the, the serious story of what this is, but with a very, very funny um a funny sort of script running through it, I guess. So yeah, I think absolutely worked. What did you think Ian?
1: Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was excellent. Uh very funny. Um <laughs> And so Connie's backstory is a bit sad, isn't it? Because she's been through IVF a few times and failed. That's where all the money has gone for her and her partner. They don't have a very good relationship. And um, yeah, I think the script is great. Their two characters are very funny and they're both terrific performances. Um, I particularly like uh, the character of Ken, who's played by Paul Hauser, who is this supermarket chain loss prevention officer who kind of takes himself and the job very, very seriously. And uh, yeah, there's some great scenes, even right from the beginning. She, she's kind of filling the hole in her life by collecting coupons and trying to you know, save as much money on her shopping as she can. So you see her turning up at the supermarket with this huge fistful of coupons and the total cost of her shopping keeps coming down, 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 down. But yeah, I mean, it is a clever idea, this this coupon scam. Uh, they kind of get in touch with someone who works in the factory where they are made. And it's, it slightly reminded me of um, Catch Me If You Can, the uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio sort of caper film, which was also based on a true story about this guy who who masqueraded as an airline pilot, and he was he was cashing all these fake checks, wasn't he? So, yeah, I thought I could easily see this game in a cinema release as well, actually. But, um, yeah, I thought it was gr- a really good, fun crime caper. Brilliant. Over on Disney Plus, uh, eagerly anticipated amongst fans of the Fab Four, it's a new documentary series called The Beatles Get Back. And here's a clip. We're talking about 14 songs we hope to get. I've got a feeling. How many have we already recorded good enough? None. Oh, yeah. I mean, None of us has had the idea of what the show's going to be. I would dig to play on stage, you know. Nobody else wants to do a show. I think we've got a bit shy. Oh, no! So, way back in 1970, there was a documentary called Let It Be, which followed the Beatles as they were recording the album of the same name, and they also gave their last public performance um, on the rooftop of their London HQ in Savile Row. Lord of the Rings director Peter Jackson has got hold of... All the footage that was filmed for that documentary and 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 the film Let It Be kind of gave a picture of the Beatles as a band about to split up, which they did shortly afterwards. What you see here, it's lots of material that's not been seen before. is much more of them having a good time, laughing, joking, playing together, working on these songs. Um, and if you're a Beatles fan, it's Well, it's just a delight. It's essential viewing. It's fantastic. It's quite long, (laughs) it has to be said. So, each episode is two hours and and there are three of them. So, yeah, there's a fair bit to get through. I don't think that's going to be a problem for Beatles fans, but if you're not so keen on the Beatles, you might find kind of the jam sessions and and the tweaked, endless versions of the same songs. It might, you might grow a bit bored of that, but I, Absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. you got, of course, George Martin in the studio, famous producer, the fifth Beatle. You've also got Billy Preston coming in and um, adding keyboards. So you're hearing songs like Get Back that they're working on. You do see footage of the, the Rooftop concert as well. So, yeah, this clearly Jackson is a massive fan and um, I think he's done a terrific job on this. He also did, uh, it was on BBC Four just recently, actually, he did that First World War concert, documentary they shall not grow old where he'd he'd colorized and and slowed down the original film footage and it it just looked absolutely amazing so if you've not caught that check it out on iPlayer it's well worth a look but yeah as a Beatles fan I absolutely love them it just looks so colorful as well you've got Yoko in the studio as well and they're talking about are they going to play a gig or not? They're, they've got this TV special they're supposed to be getting ready for, which never actually happened. So, yeah, I think it's a, a real insight into how the Beatles were together and how they worked together. Is this uh, one for you, Hannah?
0: It is. You know, I'm a big fan of music documentaries. It is really long, but I don't think it matters, actually, because you do learn quite a lot you know and it's just nice to sort of I mean the Beatles are such a massive phenomena and if you like their music but don't know much about them you'll learn something it's it's interesting it's I, I just it's for me music documentaries are I'll always learn something even when I kind of feel like I know everything about them and I certainly didn't know a huge amount about the Beatles only that i you know really quite enjoyed their music and I think you use the word sort of magic and it is it is quite magical isn't it like it is a piece of magic watching it all kind of happen and um how they got to to where they were and seeing yoko in there like you mentioned um it's just a a a sort of it feels very thorough that's the word very thorough documentary
1: i agree absolutely it's one for completists because they do you know they bring out an audio these things like anthology that have got demo tapes, outtakes, lots of different versions of things. This is sort of like the the TV equivalent of that, isn't it? Really, it's a, it's really mm, something it that completists will want to own. Now, rather unfairly, Hannah, <laughs> I've dished out to you uh, a new Marvel universe TV <laughs> series <laughs> called I did notice called Hawkeye, which is arriving on. Disney+. Plus. This is the first Christmas we've had together in years.
0: I love you guys. I'm making up for some lost time.
1: Authorities are wondering if the masked vigilante who terrorized the city's underworld is back. The past has
0: caught up with me. Well, you know what? You did dish this out to me. And um, I thought, here he goes again, trying to get me to like Marvel films. Well, you know what? Actually, I enjoyed it. Wow. How about that? I know. I know. Wow. I know. Well, partly because, so I don't particularly like, um, as you know, anything like this. However, superhero type dramas. But this... I really enjoy because I absolutely love Christmas. I'm a massive fan of Christmas. There's lots of Christmas music in this. It's rather nice. It feels very festive. Um, And what this does for me is um, it, it creates the real world with the not real world, but in quite a good way. So it, normally it feels very incredible and unbelievable and just a bit like, oh, okay, I don't know. It feels cartoon-like, which I, I know is absolutely a terrible thing to say to anybody who's a superhero fan of this sort of thing. But that's kind of how I, how I personally feel about it. It doesn't... For me, this worked. Um, so, um, I know Hawkeye is is one of Marvel's most popular heroes, and of course, this is all about um, Hawkeye. And um, you know, he's not always been one of the good guys, and now he's gone back to his family, but actually, he needs to go back, and he still needs to fight. And you see these two worlds collide, but as I say, they collide in a way if if this sort of thing can be credible. It is. Um, So he's trying to get home to his family in time for Christmas, but uh, a threat from his past forces him to team up um, with... uh, with an archer. She's a very skilled archer, I must say, actually, and saves his life a few times, um, called Kate Bishop, played by Hayley Steinfeld. And uh, it's a very, very nice dynamic between the two of them. I like his relationship with his family and how that's working too. So, yeah, do you know what? I Yeah, you've won me over on this one. You did the right thing, dishing it out to me.
1: Well, this is good news, I must say. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think for Jeremy Renner he he's playing Hawkeye again i think it's great that he's getting more time to explore his character hawkeye who yes is a, uh, a sharpshooter with a bow and arrow um as with the marvel films and the other tv series you get humor you get great action good dialogue i like the fact that um i well what struck me was will will this be one of those movies that people debate a bit like die hard is it or isn't it a Christmas movie? Can you count it as a Christmas movie? I'm not going to come down on either side. Mm. But yeah, I like the fact that um, he's in New York because he's come to see a musical about Captain America, (laughs) which I thought was quite a funny idea. Yeah, if you like the Marvel stuff, you like the banter. I mean, he's got quite a complicated backstory, Hawkeye, because as you say, he's been good, he's been bad. Loki controlled his mind. He became a vigilante called Ronin. So there's a fair amount of backstory that I think it might be useful to be aware of. But Marvel fans will know all about that. So, yeah, I say it's another high quality uh, addition to the Marvel stable of film and TV shows. We've got to that time, Hannah. What have you been binge watching this week?
0: Well, I feel very dull saying this, but it's been a very busy week and I just have it's just strictly all over for me. And, of course, you know, um, okay. strictly with Rose and Giovanni, just at the moment, absolutely acing it. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. excellent. Mm. How about you?
1: I've got a uh, film recommendation for you on Netflix. It's a Norwegian film, but don't be put off by that. It's called The Trip. And it's just kind of quite a dark comedy about this unhappily married couple who go off for a weekend retreat in this lakeside cabin but each of them is secretly planning to kill the other one while they're away but <laughs> other things happen while they're there and I will not reveal mm. anymore. I mean it is it is quite violent I should warn you but it's a, it's a sort of comic violence really but yeah it's full of twists and turns it is subtitles but that I I didn't have the problem with that but yeah recommended I thought it was great
0: well you know what we'll Uh, be talking about in weeks to come though because of course I'm a celebrity is about to start
1: so that's what I'll be watching (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Well, uh, we've just got time to look ahead to what we're going to be discussing next week. So, what's on the agenda, Brenda?
0: Well, Benedict Cumberbatch um, will be playing an evil American rancher in the 1920 set Netflix western, The Power of the Dog.
1: And Jeff Daniels plays a troubled cop investigating a murder in a rundown mill town in Sky Atlantic's American Rust. So, we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime let